Oh, I'm totally leaving that in. So with that, hi, and welcome to After the Hype with me, your host, as always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Jonathan Hardesty. I guess. <laughs> Chewy Darso. Hello. Uh, Ryan James can't make it today because he is still lost in space. He has found Heather Graham, but now he needs to find Matt LeBlanc. Oh, that's going to take a while. It might take a little bit longer. He's out killing those space spiders. Because so. Matt LeBlanc don't want to be found. Uh, no. But he's getting stuck in the weird time Ripple. So he may yeah, have already weird. he may but have already the, found him, and we just don't know. It's yet. possible. The good news is is that he found late '90s Heather Graham or early oh. 2000s Heather Graham, whenever that movie came out. <laughs> so at least he's hanging out with her. That seems like a lot of fun, right? Yeah. yeah. Go Ryan. Okay. Playing checkers. <laughs> uh, special guest today. We've not had her on in quite a while. I don't remember the last time you were on. It's been a long time. Mackenzie Paykoff is here. <gasps> Hello. Uh, and first time guest. Mm. We have stand-up comedian and other jobs, if you look them up, Renee Gauthier. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for doing all that research. <laughs> I had your, uh, I had your IMDb up like a second ago, and then I changed it out for the timer for the 30-second breakdown, and now I don't have any of it My IMDb is pretty fucking impressive. Well, it's not. It, it is. It I isn't. remember <laughs> from the moment ago when I had I've it never up. been on such a show. <laughs> I'm fucking important. <laughs> Thank you for the deep cut Lost in Space reference. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Heather Graham always looks good, by the way. Oh, no. She's she, gorgeous. She she's one of the most the gorgeous same. women in film history. She does look she the looks same. I don't same. know how that's yeah. possible. It's, but I don't know. It, it's amazing. But there's something about like made. that early Heather Graham that's still just like, holy shit. Yeah. It was amazing. And that's why Ryan went out to find her. Fair enough. Well, thanks, Ryan. I don't Ryan. know who you're talking about, but I like it. Ryan is Do the I? old co-host before he went on his adventures. I got it. Yeah. Got it. He will be back. At some point. I assume he's at rehab. Is that, what <laughs> that, is that what's happening? I'm is not going to correct you. Okay. Is that what we call Heather Graham? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's out. Heather Graham. Heather Graham a Coke. <laughs> Mackenzie and Renee, let's find out where we can find you online before we get started today. So what would you like to plug before we get started? Where can people find you? Where can people find me online? I don't really have an online presence. That's fine. But you kind of do with, uh, with dogs. I do, yes. Yeah. So if you want to find... Me plugging a lot of dogs. Um, (laughs) Phrasing. (laughs) Our listenership just changed. Whoa. Um, If you want to find me posting a lot of pictures of dogs, Mm. um, you can check out angelcitypits.org or angelcitypitbulls on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I don't actually run these social media things, so that's not me. But I will reshare them all the time. Cool. And you cool. guys do a lot of really cool shit for pitbulls. Yes, we You're do a lot a of rescue and and education and and um, enrichment. Mm, I like dogs. the enrichment part. Good word. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. A, excellent. That's a big word. word. Yeah. yeah, really improve the podcast. Educate, advocate, celebrate. Mm. <laughs> that's the tagline. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Nice, Renee. Where <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, because my name is hard to spell. Uh, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nene Gooter, N-E-N-E-G-O-O-T-E-R. That works. It's my rap name, <laughs> Nene Gooter. <laughs> or I'm on Facebook. I have a fan page, I guess. You guess? Well, I have 5,000 friends, and then I had to make a fan page. Oh, uh, okay. Which is heart-wrenching to tell people to go to your fan page. <laughs> Like, I tried to friend you, but you have too many friends. I'm like, yeah, well, I say yes to everybody because I need validation. Do they have validation. a limit on the uh, friends you can have? 5,000. Huh. Yeah. 
Because then you become a celebrity when you have 5,000 friends. Pay attention. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) I know my intro didn't give it. But But she has 5,000 friends. More than. More More than. than. 1,900 Twitter followers. (laughs) 5,000 friends. I don't fucking get it. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to make it close to two. It's more than all of us. No. Maybe combined. Put together. (laughs) Especially because I just block and delete people on Facebook all the time. Oh, I don't. (laughs) Oh, you said something annoying. Block. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's starting to happen, but. Remember how Laura said you were crotchety? I'm not crotchety. Uh I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, you're kind of. I might be crotchety. (laughs) 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 Trying to think of a way to say crotchety without being crotchety, but you know what? Fuck Laura. I mean that in the nicest way possible. Yeah, her crotchety. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's get started for today with where have you been doing, fucking assholes. Uh, Renee excluded. Yeah, she didn't say anything mean. That's it. I'm married And she has more followers. I get to say mean things. You want to be nice. I have a gross amount of followers. It's an exclusive club. (laughs) Sorry. I like gross and exclusive. (laughs) It's an exclusive club. That's definitely definitely enriching. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get started with where have you been doing. Uh, I'm going to go first with uh, Orange is the New Black. Mm. I've been powering through it. I'm Finished. I'm 10 episodes in. I have three left. Uh, I've been enjoying it, but I always like Orange is the New Black, so I might be the wrong person to ask about it, because at this point, I just like the characters. So even if the stories are kind of, eh, I'm still enjoying them, because they're still the same characters. Do you agree it's nice that they're bringing back the backstory yes. type of thing? Because I feel like they lost it last season without that. It wasn't, I mean, it was there for a few of them, but, but no, not. it was really just kind of like Taron Manning and then uh, yeah. one of the other ones. They, they did everyone, Caputo last season. Yeah, th- which, which was I cool. Liked. They did yeah. Caputo and they did um, uh, Mr. Healy last mm-hmm. season. And then they did him again. Yeah, th- this time this was season. much better. Oh my God. That was a heart-wrenching episode. There's and more actually, made me, made me love Mr. Healy. Yeah, like right? it's, they've done a good job uh, with what they've kind of flirted with the whole time of making everyone both totally horrible and totally redeemable. And right. it's whether or not, and you just like them based on the situation they're in. Yeah, and I really like that they're really they're doing a great job walking that line. I think so too. Um, they've also done a great job with Piper, who is usually the easily most hateable character in the show, and they've just done such a good job with her just by making her even more hateable, but by everyone in the show also hating her. Mm-hmm. So they, they've just really kind of addressed the elephant in the room and ran with it, and they've made it excellent. So I really like this season. I'm excited to finish it. It's good. Um, but I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, because I know with streaming culture, it's tough. It mm-hmm. is tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next. All right, I'll go next. Um, with work being as long as it is and tiring, I have about enough time to watch some YouTube videos. So I checked out. <laughs> That's about you have it. time to watch three to five <laughs> minute videos? Yeah, yep. And then I'm, I'm out. Like I'm on the floor. Like I'm already passed out. But I had a chance to check out... The Resident Evil Seven uh, trailer, or the playable teaser thing that they're trying to do. Did you watch the trailer or did you play the teaser? Because those te- are two separate. I watch the I watch people play the teaser. That's <laughs> the weirdest way to experience an it online is. video game trailer. There's a yeah. playable trailer and there's a trailer, and you'd rather just watch people play the playable trailer. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it was the first one I I wanted to see people actually play it mm-hmm. just to get a feel for it. Right, right, right. Um, just because I don't even have any energy to play games. Just. That's, kind that's of, the saddest thing I've ever it heard. It is. I'm living in a dark world. It's interesting how everyone's trying to copy PT still. Well, yeah. And so it's like, it's, it's still effective. And the puzzle element of it was still, it had me curious. I'm like, well, what does mm-hmm. this thing go for? And it, it plays with your obsessiveness that good horror tends to do. It's like these, these small details that actually add to something. You don't know what it does, and it makes you obsessive. So, All right. This last conversation about what you have been doing... What is it called? Where have you been doing? Yeah. Is uh, it made me realize why I didn't get this job about gaming. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking idea what you guys were talking about. And I was yeah. like, trying? 
I was really trying. That's well, good. But I've, I'm impressed with it, the whole thing. No, <laughs> it, it just was... dawned on me why that didn't get called back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chewie, where have you been doing? Um, uh, my life for this past week has been consumed by a Bollywood feature. Oh. Uh, so I actually have not been doing too much media-related things. But the last media-related thing I did accomplish was Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I will have to say that the second-to-last episode was the most stressful episode I think I've ever experienced from the show. I don't think I've ever seen you yell at the TV like you did that week. It's just like, because it's not like the other episodes where things are just happening, everything's great, and then, oh no, someone's dying! This was the whole episode of, oh my god, someone's going to die and I don't know who. So you're like... I don't know if you guys are all caught up. I watch Gay of Thrones, uh, so I am I am very caught up. <laughs> it was just so. I don't watch it. Are we talking about the Battle of the Bastards episode? Battle of the Bastards, and it is such a fantastic episode. The amount of research they put into what a real medieval battle, and they they like if you watch the behind the scenes thing, they talk about real medieval battles, and then they kind of mixed in things from the American Civil War, like on things that happened with that, and it is like gut-wrenching and claustrophobic and then you know why i don't watch that you know one thing like you know something's going to happen i I don't want to say what it is of course because people might not have it's only been a week some people haven't watched it or it'll be two weeks at this point oh yeah i guess that's true but uh the show is over by the time this is coming out yeah that's true but you know something's going to happen but you don't know when it's going to happen so everything leading up to that is incredibly stressful because anyone could die at any moment and Yes, I was getting very invested in yelling at the screen of "Don't kill him!" It was it was (laughs) exciting. I was on the edge of my seat, and it was the first time this season. Yeah. So it was fun building up to this episode. I wish we didn't have to sit through nine episodes of build up to get to this episode. Yeah. But I agree. It's kind of worth it. It wasn't. I really. It's (laughs) a great episode. It's a great half. I'm glad that half of my Game of Thrones viewing this time has been a free trial of HBO Now. Yeah, because I would. I'm. I'm not happy that I've had to pay for even part of it. Uh, all right, Renee, where have you been doing? <laughs> Mine's really embarrassing. That's uh, never a thing. No, trust me. <laughs> I uh, currently am writing on a TV show called Lip Sync Battle, and we're doing a pop up video. I love that show. Thank you. The, like the only episode it. I've ever seen was a Channing Tatum one, and I was there. You were. Yeah, it was pretty That's good. Really it was good pretty one. great. I've seen Allison Brie on a few times. Just once. Was it that? Yeah. I've, I've watched <laughs> that it. Season yeah. only like that season times. one with Will Arnett. Yeah, that's I'm, the one I saw. Yeah. So I worked on season two, and I uh, right now in between season three starts soon, but we're, I was asked to write for a show that's like pop-up video uh, for Lip Sync Battle. Hmm. So the reason I tell you this is because I have to drive to Santa Monica every day oh. for work because we're at the Viacom building. And I am embarrassingly addicted I don't. I listen to Howard Stern in the morning. Uh, that's what I do. But when it's like not an interview, I'll listen to like radio stations. And I am addicted to Ryan's Roses on Kiss FM. I don't Wait. even know what that oh, is. Oh, I've what heard of is. this. I've heard of Wait, this. Wait, I'm gonna tell you what it is, and then yeah. I'm gonna tell you what I've done. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> it, it, it's only like once a week, I think. So basically, someone can write into Ryan Seacrest and say, "I think my partner's cheating on me." Okay. Can you call them, offer them, they offer them free roses and see who they send them to. And then they can find out oh. like if they're that's cheating. Like a weird and then but then dirty, they also that's like entrapment. But yes. don't they then they also put you on the phone with that yes. person yes. live on the radio. Yes. So you can oh. yell at them. I don't even oh. care if it's not real. 
So I It sounds like I the don't. show Cheaters, except no one gets stabbed on yes. a boat. <laughs> right. So I always miss it. Like, I'll get in the car at a time where it's like, well, good luck, Veronica. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I have YouTubed. I'm talking their eight-minute segments. I'm listening to probably 20 a day, listening to them in the car. Like, the fucking YouTube links. And I can't believe my ears, you guys. How often do they send them to different people? Eight times out of ten. Wow. That's a a big number. (laughs) But there's this one where, like, that just happened, I guess, where this girl, this woman who's married... And she's like, we got into a fight. He's been acting weird. He did not come home last night. He's not answering my calls. Ryan, the, they call him, and a girl answers his phone. <laughs> oh, no. And she's like the waitress from Chili's that they <gasps> always go to. And he's been, he's, she's like, listen, he's in the bathroom. He doesn't love her anymore. <gasps> like, Oh, my God. I was like, fuck. So she's full that on. He's leaving real. her for me. Yes, blah, 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 but blah, she blah. was like, I'm sorry. You could tell she was like, in her early 20s and was like, you know, had meditated maybe once or like did yoga. <laughs> like, it's true yeah. love. Like, listen, I'm so sorry, but like, this is what, you know, we're all mirrors for each other and lessons. And I was just like, what? suck a dick. <laughs> it was, that's what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's well, clearly. She's there for <laughs> Look, it'll end too. But she does not I, understand what the word used means. Yes. Well, I'm like so addicted to the ridiculousness of it that uh-huh. now that's all I'm listening to in the car. I'm sorry. Wow. But you, may have to, you may have to send me the links because I need some entertaining. Re- Just <laughs> Google Ryan's roses. Okay. I'll uh, never listen to this, but I'm glad that people are. <laughs> well, because I need something for my last week of commuting to and from work. So, I'm telling like, you, it's something you're like, I didn't think I would want to keep listening. I'm just keep wanting to hear it. You don't have to feel bad about that. No, I have one. I feel bad personally. I have one <laughs> friend. I'm not worried about you guys. I'm <laughs> But I have one friend who's watched every episode of every season of The Housewives of whatever. Do you want to shake hands? Because you just met another one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's See, amazing. To me, that's more shameful than the no, radio thing. No, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Mackenzie, where have you been doing? Okay, we'll where leave have, Ryan's um, roses behind. <laughs> Poor so Ryan. Mine is not you. as embarrassing. Um, How I, dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll do one of, of a going to a place and doing a thing. Um, last couple weeks, I went to, or it was not, you know, continuously. I just did it once. I went to a concert for this band called Caravan Palace, and they are Electro Swing which Ooh. means I love them. They're so great. They right? are on one of our playlists. Uh, I stumbled <laughs> upon them on YouTube, and um, they're so good. It's basic. Think 1940s big band swing with big brass instruments. It's electro But then swing. they drop the bass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, well, I was they describing electro swing okay. for the yeah, audience okay. members no, who don't yeah. know. Like that wasn't a they should really a, pick that. That up. wasn't a phrasing <laughs> that I had ever heard before. Electro swing, but uh. that's what it is. It's like EDM slash big band swing. It's awesome. This would be a really, really fun, fun show. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah, because yeah. I I didn't know a ton of their music, but it didn't matter because every single song is really fun and everyone was dancing and. I was, was super good. jelly when I saw your posting on Facebook. Really I was just like, jealous. I want to go. <laughs> I'm just helping. Hey, I, I like to bring out the young people slang sometimes. Yeah. What are you, Hillary Clinton? <laughs> I'm going to go run the subway. <laughs> I'm relatable. <laughs> and I bet you're so jelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, can I add just another tiny short where have I been doing? I guess. I, speaking of subways, 
I've been riding Metro. Oh, how is it? To go to work because the Expo line just opened and it's awesome. It's very crowded right now because they opened two train lines very close together and now they don't have enough trains. Mm. So each train that comes by is like three cars long. Yeah, oh. and so you're crammed in like sardines, like it's Tokyo. So every LA time. still. Do they have the push bars like they do in Tokyo? No, they haven't. They haven't gotten to that those, point. Those are the best videos. To um, watch. But the people best. just <laughs> people get really pissed because we stop and there's no room and yeah. then they can't get on. Um, but that will hopefully change soon. They special ordered some new cars from Taiwan or something. Ooh, but aren't the trains stopping at lights though? Well, the, the Expo line so is is built at grade because it was too expensive to build a subway and too expensive to build it above ground so they did it at grade on street level and so there are some places on the west side where they stop at stoplights and it's really stupid yeah that's where i am yes. right yay now. planning yay city planning yes all right so we're gonna start with the movie for today today's movie in honor of the upcoming release of ghostbusters we're gonna do ghostbusters god i hate it when people don't come up with new titles um and in honor obviously if you Would cannot you have tell liked what it more doing. if it was fembusters yeah what did you want I just want Ghostbusters, Ghost Ladies, Ghostbusters, something, just Ghostbusters, something. Ghostbusters two thousand. Isn't it supposed to be like answer the call? That's all I see in the billboard. No, that's just the tagline. Because they put it right that under the title. Like a and I keep movie. thinking it's the subtitle. No. I also have to tell you, them keeping it "Who you gonna call?" to me is like nobody is calling anybody anymore. Like yeah, if we're talking about a like phone? a no. reboot, who are you gonna text? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like who, who, who you gonna text? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna go online you gonna and you're gonna schedule an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to talk to a. Who you gonna person. app? Yeah. Who are you gonna live chat with? <laughs> yeah. They should have a Ghostbusters <laughs> app. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Grubhub Postmates for Ghostbusters. Periscoping your paranormal experience. There you go. Yeah. Paranormal scoping. <laughs> I was tired. Um, okay, so uh, qu- really quick, the numbers for this movie. We're talking about the original Ghostbusters, 84. obviously. Um, it cost $30 million, and then over the years, I don't think it made this in its initial run, it's made $242 million. Holy crap. It might have been successful. Uh, I'd say it was successful if I was, you know guessing and this is one of those i think this is successful even by sony standards which we all know are very weird hey this movie cost 100 million it didn't make a billion therefore it was not profitable right what but my movies were received so differently back then That's like in 84 like comedies didn't do like it was just a, just a different thing it was but this movie i mean as a comedy making that much money amazing unheard of yeah because it's not just a comedy it's actually also action and scary and sci-fi type yeah. Yeah, I know. it was but it's everything it, it, i mean that's my best review with a hint of it's, mystery it's everything i love i uh. i remember being a kid watching it it was the fucking best thing mm-hmm. ever it and the fact is. that it's pg so it's for everybody but there's a blowjob by a ghost that's insinuated which insinuated it was insinuated, a dream it wasn't even real yeah it was, it was a dream. dream. No, it was a dream. That's a dream. Well, it doesn't matter. It George doesn't matter. Washington. We, we will. Uh, that's what? definitely. He's a dream. he's wearing like a. Full, he's in like, some weird ass dream. Yeah. Because they're well, slate. They're sleeping in the firehouse. Yeah. And, like, they're all. But in his dream, he looks like he's like sleeping in the yeah, White House, like, dressed to George dressed Washington to Shakespeare or something. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to it in a second because first we have to do the We're breakdown. We're gonna get to that scene. Yeah. Breakdown. Sorry. Yeah, we'll spend twenty minutes on scene. Just wait. Renee, are you ready? Are you excited? I couldn't be more excited. All right. Go, 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 go. All right. It's about three scientists and 
shit's going down in New York. There's like ghosts coming and they don't know why. But these three scientists, they get fired, I believe, or they get their grant taken away. And then all of a sudden, some shit goes down at a library. Is actually the opening scene. I'm doing this backwards, but if you haven't seen it, then you should just kill yourself anyway. And then, <laughs> um, basically, the State Puff Marshmallow Man, there's two nerds and an orchestra chick. Dan Acker gets a blowjob and they save the world. <laughs> <laughs> did I do it? You did. I really don't want to give it to you. <laughs> Most cohesive. She gave it. Breakdown. Just not in the yeah. order of how it happened. It yeah, wasn't in any order of how anything happened. And it was really just like, oh shit, me. I'm out of like, time. I'm just going to list things that happened in the movie. As a breakdown, really? <laughs> I mean, it does. <laughs> you hit all the plot points, even though they were not in, in order. In some order. In, well, in the beginning, order. the beginning was not in order. It was kind of the middle, beginning, end. I did. I said stay put first. I guess I'll allow it. If you want to come at me, bro. No, I'll me. be nice. I'll allow Because you Stop did. You finished. Man. You're getting you finished, soft, Brian. No, she finished talking within the 30 seconds, and that's usually where I cut people off. They're still like, and, uh, it, uh, and then, then you See, lose. comedians know when someone's counting down on their hands that the Michael gets shut off, so oh. they're not a handle <laughs> <this>. <laughs> But I agree. I could have done better. Give, let, bring me on for Footloose. If we ever do Footloose, <laughs> I'll let you know. Thank you. We can I have do a whole Footloose joke about it. Footloose versus remake. Footloose. Yeah. It was. Fr- it was. Dancing Kevin Bacon versus Buses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, success, Renee. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna make fun of me, go for it. I really don't have anything to make fun of you for. That's three <gasps> weeks in a row. This feels wonderful. This is the biggest confidence. I'm a boosting. professional, but I like to. I don't like to do shit half-ass. Like I you don't do crowd work. <laughs> I do crowd work, but let's be honest, it's about me mostly. <laughs> I don't have time. Crowd, let's work them over. Let's work over. You just want to see him. You want to see him get hurt. Everyone just wants your feelings. They hurt. really do. They the, just want to the old man over here needs to be insulted. I can insult him plenty. Thank you very you much. You don't seem like an old man to me. You seem like a nerdy. He's just a crotchety in a nice man. way. I'll take the nerd as the insult, and we can move along. <laughs> yeah, you a nerdy, seem like nice. A- you seem like a cool nerd. <laughs> That's what I go for. <laughs> That's been my lifelong goal, to be a it's cool obvious. nerd. I mean, you guys, you they were. asked me to be mean to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get started. Um, where would we like to start with this thing? Do we want to start with where I, I've been starting recently, which is your first encounter with Ghostbusters? Do you remember I your first encounter with Ghostbusters? I don't remember my first encounter. I don't. Does anyone here remember their I first do. encounter? She does. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Renee, where did you first encounter Ghostbusters? Chicago, Illinois, in my living room. Nice. It was amazing. I watched it with all my brothers and sisters. I have two older brothers and a younger sister, and we all watched it, and it felt illegal. Why? Well, because did they download it? No, no. They, because it's rated PG, and your parents weren't present. They were not there. Um, we were latchkey mm. kids, and uh, it was like watching it. And then that part—it's like when you watch a movie when you're a kid and you laugh at shit. But then when you watch it later as an adult, you go, "That was dirty." Yeah, like that was dirt. Like Sixteen Candles all day is like the dirtiest movie for a little kid to watch. That one has nudity in it, doesn't it? Well, it's got boobs, which you just kind of brush off as a kid. That's but you true. see boobs, and you go, "Ugh!" And then it like goes away, and you're like, "Next." As a young boy, you do not just go, eh, you go, oh my God, this I'm is the speaking. greatest movie of all time. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, uh, Five stars. I just remember watching it and thinking it was the greatest. And thinking Peter Venkman, Bill Murray, was probably the most funny thing ever. I remember, for me, the thing that killed like as a kid, the thing that really brought me into Ghostbusters, I did this totally backwards, uh, was the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched oh. the shit out of the cartoon. Yep. 
and it was it took a while for me to actually get around to seeing the movie and once i saw the movie i was just like this is so different yeah mm-hmm. and i ended up liking it way more and i so which think- cartoon was it there was like Ghostbusters cartoon, and then there's Extreme Ghostbusters. It was the Ghostbusters cartoon that had the same voice as um, Garfield. Garfield. Yeah, yeah. So and it was Slimer yeah. was mm-hmm. very present. Slimer, Slimer was like was a friend. Yeah. Slimer hung out in the house. was amazing. He was like yeah. a cool dude. He got his own high C beverage. Ecto coolers, which are back in stores. Wasn't it? They still gross. Be. They have yeah. to be. Yeah. They were just high C. Yeah, they're delicious. green and they're gross. Delicious. I, I no, they were delicious. Kind of it was just high tea. I mean, some so that we could be drinking them right now. They're yeah. very, very hard to I find. would have them packed really, in my cold lunch store. to school oh, every totally. day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember I, when they were in a can. That's when they were oh, in I do like, not remember can, that. And you had to like... A can of it? That sounds horrible. A can of high sea? It's just high sea fruit punch. It didn't taste any different. It tasted different. It tasted delicious. It had a ghost in the box. It tasted different. I just remember watching it and the funniest person for all of us in it and i'm speaking for all of us but i'm pretty sure i'm right is rick moranis just his <laughs> outfits to his I, like nerdiness where he's like okay cool i wholeheartedly disagree Who as a kid bill murray was the funniest thing in he the was the world. most sarcastic as, as an adult rick moranis is my favorite person like in yeah, movies if he's you look so back good. if you watch it now rick moranis is fucking genius if you read the dialogue because i heard um Bill Murray and Howard Stern talk about the Ghostbusters and how a lot of it was improvised because mm-hmm. Harold Ramis, you mm-hmm. know, they all come from that school of like Second City stuff. And Harold Ramis wrote a lot of it, but they also were able to improvise a bunch. And I think Rick Moranis improvised a ton of that shit as an accountant. Well, the, the, the thi- shit he says is amazing. Well, and the- my favorite moment with Rick Moranis, he doesn't even have a line. It's just when Bill, when she, when Dana kicks Bill Murray out of her apartment, and Rick Moranis is like going into the hallway because he heard her door open, and he sees Bill Murray, and he tries to turn around and run back into his apartment, but the door's locked, and he's just trying not to be seen. Yeah. The, the <laughs> so running good. gag of him locking himself out of his apartment kills me every time. Uh, or when but- he's like, I, I went on the ledge, just so you know, I climbed yeah. on the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Are this person is amazing. <laughs> the uh, this was one of the this was one of the movies that if you there's an interview with Rick Moranis on the Nerdist. I want to say you can go back and find like through the whole thing. And he talks about this. He said this was his Iron Man Strange Brew. This was the best working experience he ever had. Had to be. And he just said it was great because they allowed him to basically write his own character. They told him that he was the nerdy neighbor and just to do whatever he wants. So he got That's to. Brilliant. It's all Rick Moranis. He wrote most of his own lines. He did everything himself. And like just knowing that and watching him in this movie, it's it's phenomenal. It's brilliant. And I wrote down like a couple of the things he says because I could not. When you're a, when you're a kid or even when you watch it, you're not totally like pulling in everything he's saying. Well, he's a joke a minute. Like it's mm-hmm. everything he says well, is like, a joke. The the detail in him being a tax guy is the best Just thing ever him oh. writing down how much the food costs at his party oh, and yeah. then he's being like, like but i got it for this price because blah blah, blah. yeah and like, just this whole thing like i only invited my clients yes. because i could write it off yes <laughs> but he introduces two people invite any friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, there's two people who show up and he's like oh this is jenny she makes about this a year <laughs> she wrote off some stuff she's doing good this is john and he like gives them all their tax shit <laughs> they've got fifteen thousand left on their yes, house yes, yes, yes. so they're doing so good they're doing good yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Like reading it, I'm like, I didn't even get how intricate and amazing that was. Oh, and that it, dance what? number. It's like, you want to dance leaving. for a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. And he's like, maybe if we dance, everyone will start. Like, okay. She like turns so fast. I just feel like in his brain, it's kind of like uh, that moment in 
Fight Club where they just look at everything and you just see price tags. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like that's how his brain works. He's just always seeing numbers on people and everything around him. Well, like so at the good. end where he's like, who are you guys? And like Ghostbusters, who does your taxes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he thinks of it. I think for me, my favorite one of his was still with... Uh, I think it was with Scorney Weaver, and he's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, and you do your own taxes, which isn't a good idea." But <laughs> <laughs> you do your own taxes, which you shouldn't do. But yeah. you shouldn't do. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a part of his character that reminds me of your dad. Well, I could well because my dad's not a nerd. Though. No, your dad's not no, a nerd, da- but he yeah. always thinks about the numbers. Oh yeah, everything is numbers. With him. <laughs> like, like every conversation we brought back in the stock market, which he's not happy right now. Brexit is fucking Ooh. up the stock market. Mm. Of course. Um, but is there anything else you want to say about uh oh the my favorite note about Rick Moranis in the entire movie is his uh is when he's running from the dog mm-hmm. which I, I love I love that he gets basically murdered in front of an entire restaurant of people that all just kind of look <laughs> and let it happen yeah. well, they can't see the dog he just looks like a do- dude slowly sliding down the glass okay which is, who well, and he's a crazy he's yeah. like a crazy person in the in Central Park <sighs> like we we you don't want to get that all the time dinner. just yeah but you'd it. imagine somebody would go outside like all right dude you got to leave but no he, they're just like it's oh, New York there it goes it's New York yeah. amazing <laughs> body's still intact when it's over yeah. oh yeah it's still great it's just yeah. a soul that got eaten yeah yeah. Nothing important. <laughs> Nothing to stop dinner for. Yeah. <laughs> the appetizers just showed up. His conversation. They've been the waiting three months for <laughs> that reservation, Brian. They're not about to let this ruin yeah. it. Let this crazy guy I, ruin it. I, I waited three months for this reservation. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> not going to let Rick Moranis ruin it for me. Death uh, will not a, deter me. For me as a child, though, when watching this movie, I don't remember the first time I ever saw it, but I definitely connected mostly to Egon. As a young person. Real, so you're the why. one. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, wait, what? I loved his character. I still do. Just like his deadpan, mm-hmm. like super serious. Like how I, with Rick Romanus' character, everything's by numbers. For him, it's all by science. Yeah. And he's totally not flustered by anything, but yeah. he always has a slightly like, sarcastic humor to it. I I'm ate with that him. up. Yeah, when he's like, I'm with him. Dan Eggers like, I'm with him. He's been slimed. Save some for me. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like we might, and at the end of the movie, he's like, we might need a brain sample, and he's like, okay. <laughs> still, Everything's but, so casual. But yeah. the best Egon moment is in two. It's when they find out that he fucked the the goo. That was the yeah, best moment in the his entire thing. Wow. The best moment is the Bobby Brown song. Well, yeah, but I'm just kidding. Yeah. The, the delivery of his lines are so deadpan. I mean, especially when uh. I can't. I can't say their names right now. The secretary is just like you're such a good human being. He's like, I think I don't think he's human. Yeah. <laughs> it's like none of it is motivated by any sort of empathy or concern. Yeah. It's all science. And for some reason, I loved that as a well, child. Even though he's not a good scientist, They're, none of them are good scientists. No. They're, actually, they're bad at their they're jobs. They're really messy scientists. Yeah. But they're smart. They <laughs> get they get on that elevator, and Dan Aykroyd goes, "We haven't actually done a proper test of this equipment." It's oh like, yeah. That's it still works. Yeah, but so like, clearly what they the are fuck good are scientists because right. they scientists. knocked it out of the park the first time. <laughs> Their first try, they did a great job. They totally destroyed yeah. an entire banquet hall. They had a reservation, right? And they could have—that's not their fault. They could have killed a lot of people, but they're like, whatever. We're just—they yeah, didn't. It and then they charged them <laughs> because they're great scientists. Six thousand dollars? Was it five or six thousand? It was five thousand dollars. It was four thousand plus oh, an extra discount. storage fee. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> we saw it. We kicked its ass. God, I can't. There's a internet music video that uses that song as the chorus. And it's fucking great. But we for, came, we saw it, kicked its ass. For a guy, for Harold Ramis, a guy we never really saw act much, very much more a director. 
he was great as Egon. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is I mean, that's his defining role. Yeah, like yeah. without question, and he was fantastic in it. It's just he's just as great as he is. Out of all the Ghostbusters, that's the one I would least relate to. Really, right. the not cold the, hard not, science guy. Not the guy that's not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> well, oh, I love him. He's so good. Oh. Uh, Ernie Hudson. Because yeah. he's the normal he's guy. So he's great. like the regular yeah. cool guy who he's gets the, to join. Like the whole like, uh, do you believe in all this sort of stuff? If it's got a paycheck, yep. I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I totally just, buy that. He just needs a job. Yeah. This yeah. is not about anything that's else. Why, I that's wish, what I loved about I him. I wish he was in more of the movie. And at watching it this time around, it was just like, wow. They like pan away from him all the time. Like the oh, shots where they're all like, the time. Okay, they just crop him right out. I mean, it's totally, I mean, Chewie's not wrong. It's just like, well, Eddie Murphy backed out, so I guess we'll deal with this guy. Right. But I mean, Ernie Hudson isn't bad. He's funny. No. He's a really good actor. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And actually in, I mean, hindsight, Eddie Murphy would not have, he, he, he would have been, he would have been too much. Too much. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. No. Looking at like three comedians and then a fourth comedian being like outrageous Eddie Murphy. Well, I liked that he was no. kind of. More I'm of very happy man. that Ernie Hudson got that role. Oh yeah, and yeah. the thing is, I mean, if you look at like Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and uh, Ramis's comedy, it, it's really complimentary. Like it yeah. really bounces mm-hmm. off each other because they neither none of them are trying to be like the top guy. No, right. but they and, all have distinct point of view. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Eddie Murphy would show up and he needs to be the kingpin, and it's right. like because that's just the way his comedy works. And it's nothing against him. I think he's hilarious. It's just, he wouldn't have fit in this movie. No, I like that also, um, Ernie. Right, mm-hmm. good old uh, Ernie. Ernie, it almost looks like a, a blue collar construction dude. Yeah, I he's think just he a was. regular dude. He was. I think he was right? in between jobs, and that's yes. why I took this one. Mm-hmm. I, I I loved it. I, Eddie Murphy would have been annoying. Quite honestly, he he would have. He would have. Mm-hmm. He needed to just his do jumpsuit would have been made out of leather snakeskin. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. his chest would show. Yeah. Like, why is his shirt off? <laughs> For me, the only real. The only Ghostbuster I'd want to come tend to something is Egon. He's like the only Ghostbuster I consider like an actual full-fledged trustworthy Ghostbuster. Yeah. <laughs> really? I do. I would I hang out with Egon in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, I would call him personally to come fix things. I mean, Venkman is like, he's like the car salesman of... Well, yeah, I wouldn't call Venkman, but Venkman, you're just, you're barking up the wrong tree. No. Especially, I mean, no offense, as a woman, don't ever call Venkman. No. Because nothing or will get done. Yeah. <laughs> Depends what you're looking for. Uh, that's a fair point. Let, Depends like, which ghost you won't bust it. Am I right, guys? Okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, just saying. John disagrees with you, apparently. Obviously. He never wants his Like, I would never bust. want to meet Vinkman in a bar, but if I... I would totally hang out with... I would go I'd to a hang, bar with Vinkman. Maybe, but I don't want him to, like... Like, run into him at a bar, because then you're definitely just going to get head on. A World's End-esque bar crawl with Vinkman would be fun. It would. You would end it up in some weird shit, and it would be crazy. But the, but thing, the, the commentary on it from Egon would be hilarious, and I would be hanging out with him for his commentary on it. Yeah, and Raymond is that would all, be a great crossover, by the way. Was... World's End with Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'd watch the shit out of that movie. Ray's like a Twice. little boy. Yeah, Ray's the one I would call every time. Ray's the one I call. He's the perfect mixture of an actual scientist and funny guy. Yeah, guys, not, guys, uh, <laughs> it's a poll. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's that. Now watching this movie as an adult, that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. As they're trying to like neg their way into getting like a lower price for the building, and then he just shows up. This place is great. It's everything we need. Hooray! I'll go get my stuff. I'll go get yeah. my stuff. <laughs> it's like I know how everyone always wants to choose which uh, mm-hmm. Ghostbuster they think they'd be, and everyone thinks they'd be Vankman because they want to be the cool, clever one. I would not. Be I Vankman. think I would be Raymond. Well, like I think that would just be. Yeah, I mean, I'd be the silly that's who one. I'd want to be. Yeah, the kind of goofy one, the one who's actually very intelligent, but also has a sense of humor. 
That's what's that's what makes Ray the best one. See, I, mean, I view it more as I would be really intelligent, but I'd constantly be making little mistakes that could get me killed. Like thinking yeah. of Stay Puff Marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't clear what he was supposed to do. To be that's fair. true. She didn't really like give him a set of instructions. Really, <laughs> it's her fault. Marshmallow, marshmallow seems safe. Soft uh, and fluffy. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd want to be Ray. I'd probably end up being Ernie Hudson, though. Just the guy who's there to get a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? All right. But I'm out at five. I would be Janine. She's not official, but I'd be trying to date one. She's like official about in the her cartoon. Job. She is. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'd, en- I'd end up, you know, I would, I would want to be Ray, but I'd probably be Egon. <laughs> I say shit, just deadpan, even at work, and it's dark stuff, and see if anyone reacts to it. They just think you're sad. They do. <laughs> yeah. How often do you go up to your coworkers and be like, I need your brain sample? Just start with that. Just start doing yeah. that. Like every, like every couple of hours, just find a, well, a different coworker. I need yeah. to sample your brain tissue. That's why dating in Chicago is so tough. <laughs> um, I have a feeling I'd end up being Rick Moranis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do your own tattoo? He becomes the, a the, Ghostbuster. The annoying, disliked neighbor. <laughs> he is so awesome. He's that neighbor that you're like, no, he's like a puppy, like a wounded puppy who's that you, smart. A, wound, a wounded puppy that is like full of fleas, so you don't actually want to touch it. No, no he, for sure. He is totally like your best friend's awesome neighbor. Like, I feel bad that your best friend your has best to live next brother. to him. But you love seeing him. But whenever I get to go to my best friend's house, I get to see his neighbor, and it's great. If I had to live <laughs> next to him, it'd be horrible. Awesome. But the fact that I just get to see him like every couple of weeks, oh, I love that guy. He's oh, great. hey, I got some mineral water. <laughs> there was like everything. I'm sure the well, ladies. Well, okay are. then. <laughs> All right, I guess you're leaving, so I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom, and I'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, what other Ghostbusters? We talked about all of them, right? Mm-hmm. We had all four yeah. for the most part. We did. Mm-hmm. We didn't really talk about Annie Potts, who is amazing, so great. She's phenomenal. I mean, I love Annie Potts. Really, she's whenever like she the shows best up. employee you could ever want. She'll complain, she'll make fun of you, but she'll still get the job done. And she's got your back. Yeah. yeah. That's. Uh, we got to talk about who's the what's the guy's name who comes and wants to shut off the oh, oh the EPA guy Dickless yeah it's Dickless. uh when all just blanking on it's like what Peck. No, Peck. 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 I knew yeah. it was a P name yeah I love that guy I think he's great I love that I love that in the eighties the EPA is the enemy <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, but he's so good at it it's not just yeah. it was the enemy in the Simpsons movie too so that's true EPA. <laughs> But, I mean, the problem with this one is, like, this guy's, his complaint is that you're poisoning the air of New York. And we're like, ah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's his approach. He it's does not have a very cause. dickish He's approach. He's justified yeah. in his concern. Oh, for sure. Because we have no idea exactly what these ghosts are made of, how they're being stored, if they're being stored in a they safe no way. They have no permits for anything They have no permits doing. for anything. So, like, this guy is totally justified in his concern for the city of New yes, York. Yeah. But the way he acts it out, to me, feels like an anti-abortion rally <sighs> kind of person who yeah. doesn't get the... Who doesn't take the time to learn right. He's what's happening. He's not trying happening. to understand. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I have power, and I'm going to shut this down. And that's how he feels to me. Oh, I totally agree with you. Because, yeah. I mean, if... if <laughs> If he'd gone about this the right way, I think the the audience response would be like, "Well, he's kind of right." Yeah. yeah. But yeah. since he's a total asshole about it, it's like, "No, nah, fuck that guy." Like he just comes in and goes, "I want to see your system." Oh, uh, you know, paraphrase. We're like, "Oh yeah," and they're yeah. like, "Who are?" He's like, "You didn't say the magic word." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the magic Please. word? He's just so gross. Yeah. Yeah. He's the he's equivalent to the principal of Ferris Bueller's, mm-hmm. who again yeah. is like. 
doing his job, yeah. doing the right thing. And like this not, kid's such a truant, but he's such a dick that everyone hates him. Yeah, yeah. And he's another person not bad at his job. No, doing no. it perfectly fine. He's trying to track yeah. down this kid who has skipped like fucking tired of bullshit. Nineteen days of school his yep. senior year. Yeah, <laughs> as you do. Who may or may not actually be real, right? <laughs> I hate that theory. <laughs> But the the thing about him is that he, since he's such a good character actor, that he didn't just get stuck in the '80s like a lot of those '80s character actors did. He just kept working. Like, yeah. go that guy. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> but he go not, you, William. But he does not have a cameo in the upcoming Ghostbusters movie. Who oh, does man. have a cameo? Dan Aykroyd do does. Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. Um, Which Annie is Potts, all I care about. Annie Potts. Are the cameos? Um, Sigourney Weaver. Really. Rick Moranis. Ernie didn't. Hudson. Right. Pretty much everybody but uh, Rick Moranis and then See, I wish I didn't know Ramis. that. I wish I didn't know that. Well, I don't give a Sorry. shit. It doesn't really do anything for the movie or against the movie. Yeah. Like, like, I just okay. want some surprise in life. You know? Yeah, but I'm excited. I love cameos and things like I this. Especially when they're going to be non sequiturs. Because yes. they're not going to be real characters. Right. It's going to be like a dude at the grocery store. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that. <laughs> it's like Stan it's Lee. If it's done the same way as Stan Lee, yeah. I'll be very happy. Yeah. I have no idea how they're planning on doing because I also don't. They haven't said who they're playing yet. Like, right. so if they are playing like the old versions of their characters and this is just a reboot, then I'm kind of excited for it. But me if, too. I, I, knowing that they're in the movie does not affect me at all. No. Knowing who they're playing would. Right. Well, it makes me want to see it a little more now that they know mm-hmm. the cameos will be there. I'm more so going to this movie at this point just to go against the grain of like, well, it's going to be horrible because it's a movie with all women and that's not cool. Like, no, you're, you're people just, are saying that. Oh yeah. Some people, oh man. As soon as it complaint. was announced that they were making that, that it, before it was even going to be all women, when they just said there might be some women ghostbusters, then it was like, no, why yeah. do you got to do that? Yeah. They're mad at the fact there's what is this female PC ghostbusters. Bullshit? And then when they said all female ghostbusters, the internet went, fuck that women can't be ghostbusters. And the internet has turned into the biggest dickhead ever. Well, they, as going, they usually I'm do. Also, has sure. anyone on the internet seen Paul Feig's movies? They're funny. Even they are funny. even the ones that aren't great movies, like The Heat, is still very funny is and enjoyable. So fucking funny. Right? Yeah. It's Heat. so funny. I'm also going because I'm hoping I get to be a part of ruining some childhoods. Oh yes, like, I love whole, like, to ruin this childhood. Ruin my childhood. No, it's like, not. You have a very fragile history. Yeah, I want to like, see it happen. Uh, these movies aren't <laughs> going to be there to get erased. Zero. Do you know it's what not... ruins a childhood? Yeah. Uh, Bill Cosby raping <laughs> a bunch of chicks. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that ruins a fucking childhood. An entire show we used to love. <laughs> used to love and mirror like and base things off of oh, has yeah. now been I right. Can't make jokes about pudding anymore because I feel gross. Pudding pops, no joke. No one's doing impressions. Like that's if this movie's great, fantastic, and then it'll live on and be all these other great things are yeah. you talking about doing sequels for if it's not it'll be forgotten like every other remake is yeah. forgotten yeah. within like a year dukes of hazard dukes exactly. of hazard robocop nobody ever talks about and everyone's Never. really mad about that one it's like yeah if it sucks it's not a problem it'll disappear although yeah. i did like you Terminator can still pop Genesis. in the original so we love actually really when you like press it. play on the dvd of the 1984 version it's not gonna all of a sudden have all these new characters pop in <laughs> yeah it, it's gonna be fine yeah and i People actually i honestly the thing is, I don't think it'll be bad. I don't, it's gonna I don't think so either. Yeah, Paul Feig hasn't really made a bad funny. movie. He's not my favorite director. I didn't really like Spy. I know that's blasphemy oh, to a lot of no. people. They just announced they're making Spy 2 with Jason Statham being so in it even more. Spy was so good. See, at and worst, I did it's going to be mediocre. It. And isn't that still okay? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, at worst, it's going to be a cold pizza. Yeah. <laughs> at worst, you're going to enjoy Some it. Some people love cold pizza. You know you're going to laugh. Can we quit acting like Ghostbusters is some hard-hitting cinema? Yeah. Like, it was a fun, ridiculous movie, and that's exactly what it should be now. I mean, but the thing is, and we can bring this back into the original Ghostbusters, the thing that I think 
is why people attach themselves so well to it is because it was such an out of the left field movie. Yes. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it wasn't wasn't big sci-fi. It wasn't big horror movie. It wasn't just a comedy. It was a comedy about ghosts. And really that was unheard of. And it still mm-hmm. to this day is unheard of. Right. Nobody tries to make a ghost comedy because nobody wants to be Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. right. you can't beat it. It's that good. It was and- a fucking unbelievable stroke of luck that it worked out as well as it did. And yeah. beyond that, it's also a great buddy movie. It's not just yeah. two people. Yeah. It's four people slash five, six when you bring in the side characters with Annie Potts and Rick Moranis. So Sigourney Weaver, who we Sigourney haven't really talked about at all. No, we haven't yet. <laughs> She's just okay. the love interest. But that's one of the reasons I honestly think that people get so defensive about it, yeah. or men do, because men love their bromances, but they and they don't like it when you take that away from them in a way and i don't know how to describe it because yeah no, i, I you're, witnessed you're yes, really so the, the 1984 yeah. version will cease yeah. to exist yeah once it's this like new ones made it's like when men get really protective of their manliness and they feel like we're taking it away from them by making it a f- female manse or whatever M- meanwhile bridesmaids female dudes <laughs> love the movie bridesmaids yeah and because it's a funny movie the cast is, is in Ghostbusters. so it's yeah. just like we're not taking away your bromance guys you're so stop and freaking out. You know, it's also been cast as a, great. As a male, yes. we have so many opportunities to see a bromance. It's fucking crazy. Like, Give really, us our females. We can like, throw a dart at a wall. Yeah. We will find a good bromance movie. There's n- virtually very, very few to none of great female all comedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't fucking need it. Paul Feig's the only one making it. Paul Feig's the only one doing it and easily the only one doing it well because the mm-hmm. other ones who try like you go back to fuck the one with Cameron Diaz a long time ago Cameron Diaz oh when they were trying to be like bad girls oh, or the something sweetest yeah. thing, it, oh no 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 yeah, no, 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 no no it was the bridesmaids it was like the bridesmaids ripoff kind of right movie. wasn't it no, no I was a, talking about the sweetest thing no, no okay. I think the sweetest thing like is a, actually kind of a fun film sweetest thing's great wasn't there like a bridesmaids ripoff with like a bunch of women no so it was Leslie Mann Oh, that was Sweetest Thing, but that was way before Bridesmaids. Sweetest Thing came out before Bridesmaids. It no, was I'm a thinking female of one that was afterwards. Comedy. Yeah, a gross-out comedy about well, there was one with Leslie Mann, uh, Kate Upton, that's and Cameron Diaz. About. Oh, that's the other woman. That's the other woman, which also was too long, but was pretty good. Yeah, I was talking about the Sweetest Thing. I did not like the Sweetest Thing at all. I just looked it up. Okay, but you know it but came you way want, before Bridesmaids. But you hate Bridesmaids. Selma Blair, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's probably why. <laughs> What'd you say? You hate Selma Blair. I really don't like so Selma Blair. So anything she's but in, it, you it wasn't like. that. It was that the. It was just. It was clearly like a cast of men. Like they wrote the lines and everything yes. as if it was written for men, and then they threw women into it. That's what's so great about Paul Figg is that he's not writing male characters and just putting women in the roles. He's writing funny women yeah, characters yeah. funny and, female relationships and that's I mean that's what the movies fucking need like it's disgusting that it doesn't really exist right now and the fact that we're getting a Ghostbusters movies that is all women being funny women like fuck it I don't care if the movie's even mediocre to bad I'm still going because you, you're doing it they're trying they're doing something movies different like this. yeah but they're not I mean yeah they're not. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. like it's, I think that's the anger for me is that there's yeah. nothing original coming out it's all reboots and remakes oh yeah absolutely and it's like I get that but if you're going to reboot it, then at least at least do, do change something some of the different. elements around, yeah. remix it. Yeah. And by having them all be women this time, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. What if what, what how are the relationships gonna be different? Yes. Like, are the jokes gonna be different? I sure hope so. Right. You know, I sure hope they're the nothing only, like the original. You you're know? right because the only way to reboot, remake a Ghostbusters based on how great the '84 movie is is you have to make a drastic change like that. Yeah. Or you're just comparing them mm-hmm. on a lateral scale versus like. Which seeing isn't it fun. differently. No, it's mm-hmm. a different point of view. 
Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, that's all the reasons why I'm actually excited for that. They should make one from the point of view of the ghosts. So it's just a straight so up good. horror movie. Just yeah. Human like, busters. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're like the, the ghost busters are the, the bad guys coming and murdering all the ghosts. I would watch the <laughs> shit out of that. Get, uh, oh, what's his name? Who did uh, Conjuring to direct it? Uh, let's talk uh, back to the original Ghostbusters. The person we totally just skipped over, and I feel bad about it. <laughs> Gorney Weaver. Gorney Weaver. Who's like, ah, this is going to be, I hope this isn't divisive. I think this is the hottest she's ever been in a movie. She's very is hot. or isn't? I'm sorry. Is. No, Alien's so much hotter. But no. She's pretty hot. What about working movie? girl? Man, when she gets... <laughs> see, I, I'm basing it's this either that or Galaxy Quest. I mean, those are my two. I'm, but Galaxy see, Quest but is I'm cheating because she's about, like, just time. like my pure emotional, like visceral reaction towards her not just how she looks physically uh, i'm physically talking in totally shallow really... physically like yeah. holy god she's, i love sigourney weaver growing up as a kid galaxy quest but yeah. well yeah but that didn't come out when i was that yeah. young when i was young all of a sudden like all my little boy like i love that woman came <laughs> yeah. sigourney weaver in ghostbusters especially that when she gets sense. turned into like the key master yeah when she's like, like oh wearing god. wearing I'll... the shiny curtains yeah. and she, her skin's all shiny yeah, and she gets instantly oh, evil hot so many confusing thoughts in my head as a child just like why am so wow. Tiny. You guys, what Why is happened? Ghostbusters such an awesome movie right now? What happened to her orchestra guy? Remember with the nasal well, spray? it was unclear whether they were actually dating or if he was just like... Isn't he the dad of the kid in the second one? I just... just I no, they never say who the dad was. No. Really I just took it as like... I didn't take it as they were an item. I just no. took it as no, I took it, yeah. was just some guy. I think it was some guy who was trying to trying to make something happen. And she's then just Bill one Mary of those women, kind of like an anime where all the dudes want to get with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's probably the hottest woman in the orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> she's super hot. She's incredibly talented, very smart, charismatic, funny. She's everything somebody wants. <laughs> and she's and Tell us more about it. Legs <laughs> for days. <laughs> and she helps the fishies. Call out to Finding Dory. Oh. They make oh. a very funny Sigourney Weaver reference. I still have no interest in watching that. I, is it good? It is funny. It's, I want to see it. Yeah. It's funny and sad. And it's already oh, made no. like a billion dollars. I mean, it's, it's Pixar. They're oh. going I'll, to make it sad. Yeah. I'll see it at some point. I never liked <laughs> Finding Nemo. I know. How dare I? But no, no. It's You're better okay. than Finding Nemo. No I one like can better. have a perfect marriage. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's mediocre at best. There mm. I said it. If you guys are going to get divorced, don't do it here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. not make over, it over Ghostbusters over, and Finding Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> over There's Pixar. better things to fight about. Are there? I don't know. I don't know um, either. I want to talk about like set pieces and comedy set pieces and that sort of stuff in this movie because that's like the main reason why I always come back to it is because it is as funny and engaging and that sort of stuff as it is. So let's kind of go around the table and talk about like those favorite moments in the movie. Uh, and I want to do a double like as a kid and now like we've been kind of hitting those back and forth. Um, as a kid, I'll start out. My favorite favorite thing in the entire movie is watching Bill Murray get slimed. The inclusion to Slimer, basically because I came from the cartoon, like I said, seeing him in live action, and then just the whole camera push up to his face, and just the the way Bill Murray screams when he's running, I was on the floor laughing as a child. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Um, but as an adult, I th- I've mentioned it earlier, I still think the funniest thing is when Dan Aykroyd ruins the negotiations <laughs> for the firehouse. There's something about that that's just so great, just, <laughs> as she just looks at them like, I just got your money. <laughs> that or the fact that they make... Dan Aykroyd take out a third mortgage on his parents' home just to afford everything, <laughs> which is, as a kid, that made no sense. But as an adult, <laughs> he got fucked. 19%. Oh, fuck. So good. Uh, Mackenzie, what about you? Um, As a kid, anything with Slimer, because I think as we discussed earlier, as a kid, um, I was introduced to the derivative Ghostbusters mm-hmm. media 
portions before the actual movie. And um, so just, I love Slimer. I loved the ghosts. Like, I loved anything, any scene where they were fighting an actual ghost. Chasing Slimer around the hotel was so great for me as a kid. Um, And then as an adult, I, like you said, I liked those jokes that I didn't understand as a kid. I love the party, Rick Moranis' party. (laughs) So good. Um, I I love... um, yeah, I mean, I just love those moments of, like, Rick Moranis being an idiot, being, you know, uh, an accountant mm-hmm. and just saying silly things um, more than the action chasing of the ghosts, which are still very fun. Renee? Uh, as a kid, my favorite thing was the montage when they're taken off as a, as a, as a, oh. as a, as a business. And yeah. then it's like Larry King, like, where's the ghost bus? Where are the ghosts and where are they now? Whatever he says. <laughs> like, I love a montage in my life as a kid, especially if you had music to like, and you're passing me through the plot a little faster. It's a montage. I loved it. Um, but as an adult, I still, my favorite scene is the beginning scene with Peter Rankman when he's doing the electric shock things <laughs> oh, with oh, the beautiful so girl and the nerdy guys. Again, no we terrible were, scientists. Oh my God. And he's like, Actually, I didn't know we was- were getting electric shocked. It was working. His study was working. No, but he was fucking up the scientific method. That's so good. Yeah, to try to sleep with a woman. But the, wasn't the guy right most of the time? Yeah, the guy, yeah. yeah. So yeah. He, was, he, was he was shocking the guy thing. for doing the wrong answers. But then the guy got a right answer. He shocked him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the girl was getting was the wrong answers every time, and he didn't shock her. So like, I don't know, some was, wavy lines? He's like, <laughs> some wavy lines? He was proving that sometimes a negative reinforcement can actually... Make your brain stronger. But he didn't because he shocked him when he got the right answer. I don't even care. No, because he kept getting more psychic every time he shocked him. But he kept shocking him. That's not. Quit That's defending what this creepy for. dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, the guy, look, the other dude was annoying. Look, yeah. Fair point. Fair he point. deserved fair point. probably fair point. up Science until this point all that. But he was nice. wasting grant money on trying to sleep with this college college student. He was getting by two the things accomplished. <laughs> Thank he you. was proving his theory, and he was going to get laid. He was trying to yep. sleep and with that, a twenty-year-old. How is that not genius? <laughs> that college student try. was also chewing gum with his mouth open. So what great. an asshole! So great when the gum falls out. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite because it's so nothing. <laughs> so good. So good. Look how deep it got too. <laughs> chewing. Uh, I don't know. As a child, I think, I think I attached myself to the second montage more when they all the ghosts get out after the explosion. Because mm. oh, I always remember the specific moment when two. the when the ghost gets into the cab, and then oh, I'm like, yeah. "Oh shit! It's a corpse riding a. Oh, he's stuck in that cab forever. No." I love the ghost. That's like even in death, you just want to go for a jog. <laughs> <laughs> like so, like to me, like. In the, when I was a child, I'm like, oh, the stakes are high now. Like yeah. watching it as an adult now, the montage doesn't seem as threatening. <laughs> it just seems kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but as a now, child, well, for, I was for me now as an adult, it's like, ah, they just they just caught all these ghosts. Now they're back out in the world again. It just seemed like tedious to me. All that like, hard oh, work. Fuck, they just wasted all that time. Yeah, anxiety riddle. <laughs> but now all the ghosts yeah. are out again. As an adult now. Uh, I don't know which one I attach myself more. There's so many moments that I appreciate more. Like even when the, they lose their grant and get kicked out of the school. Like I actually love the part when he looks at uh, Vankman and he'd be like, have you ever been out of the school? In the private sector, they expect results. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's so true. <laughs> so good. And the guy calls him poor scientists. Yeah. And he says it with such disdain. <laughs> like it's supposed to be a really sick burn. Like I just feel that from being a, poor artist getting out of film school like shit I gotta make money now John what about you 
uh, as a kid, it was the equipment, all the cool gadgets and everything. Yeah. I really loved it. Like that, the trap, the ghost trap that gets Slimer, yep. that was amazing. Oh, I had I that had toy. One. I had it. Yep. It was awesome. It looks like they're actually doing a good job of that in the new one, too. Yeah. Like, I like that it looks like a really cool gadget and shit again. They're going a little bit cartoonier with it, which I actually really I, I embrace that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. And just the proton packs were amazing. And just the outfits. When they get walk into the hotel and they're in their whole get up for the first time, it's just like... This is amazing. It's breathtaking. Yeah. It like, really I is love cool. This. They're professionals. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Any, time, any moment in the movie where they're doing that, where they're kind of, they're the team and they're yes. going, I was just like, as a kid, like, this is amazing. That's why I love the montage because it's like triumphant. Yeah. yeah. It feels great. They are succeeding. Yeah. yeah. And then as an adult, it's the stuff in the, it's the hotel, most of the ho- mostly in the hotel, the maid who's trying to put out a fire with a, sp- <laughs> uh, a spray gun <laughs> or a, a sprayer. And then also after, Venkman gets slimed. The line he says, and this is my favorite moment in the entire movie. The funky line? Like, I feel so funky. (laughs) (laughs) It is a great line. Uh, I think it's time to move to quotes, unless there's something we have not said about this movie. Have we we given Bill Murray's character enough talk? I think we have, but I also just wanted to ask what everyone thinks about how well the effects hold up in 2016. I think they hold up perfectly. I honestly do, like I, I didn't think I would. The the rays that shoot out of the gun look a little cheesy now, mm-hmm. but they still don't look bad, and they kind of fit the tone of the movie. Yeah, and the ghosts look fantastic. I I think that everything looks really good except when those dog creature demons are actually running. Oh, I, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Like the, when the he runs, yeah, when he like runs yeah, down yeah, the no, hall right, and he's right. running across yeah. the street. I was no, like, oh, right. that's that's actually that's really bad. Rough. But everything else, yeah, everything else does really look good. really good for 1984. You don't see that a lot. No, absolutely. Watching movies from the 80s, going, this still looks good. The Sigourney yeah. hover is pretty good too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that still yeah. looks really good. Uh, yeah. All of it really, like, I agree with you. The the claymation dogs do look a little funky, but yeah, um, just that that when. Oh, the chasing Rick Moranis around, like when they <laughs> when they blast out the door, hit the wall, everything just looks so weird and out of place. Mm-hmm. With yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. Um, but to your question about Bill Murray, I think the only reason we didn't hit him so much is because that's the number one thing everyone talks about with Ghostbusters. I think if you want to know about everyone mm-hmm. talks about Bill Murray, we're doing a good job hitting everything else. Bill Murray is Bill Murray. We all know how fucking great Bill Murray is. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill uh, Murray, good old Bill. Uh, Billy, Billy, Billy. I usually want to ask at this point before we do quotes, uh, is there anything that you guys are specifically wanting from the new movie? But I'm not sure if this is going to be the right time. Yeah, fuck it. Is I, there anything, I, would, I would actually is I there, have something. Yeah. Is there something that you really want from the new Ghostbusters? It's hinted at in the trailers, but the special effects look very cartoony and very vibrant. Mm-hmm. Like the like the ghosts look very green and very neon. And that I, I saw... I, that's what I, I remember from the cartoon. It was so very vibrant and c- vibrant and colorful. Right. And if this movie sticks to that, that's cool. I like the glowy, like fluorescent looking ghosts. And I, the, yeah, I, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going to stick to that. Pretty hardcore. Yeah. Uh, all I all I really want from the movie is there's something about the 1984 Ghostbusters and its pacing that is just fantastic because they mm-hmm. pace it kind of like a horror movie and also kind of like a comedy and it works in this way that makes it just enjoyable beginning to end mm-hmm. and paul feg was funny as he can be him and his editor don't really work the best together at all times like as funny as bridesmaids can be and as funny as spy can be the pacing sometimes to me just maybe to me it could be my personal preference always feels a little bit off mm-hmm. and i'm hoping that they nail it in this one because i think the pacing will really really help i would the say comedic value the pacing that you're complaining about is sometimes uh, he falls in love with his actors. Yeah. Um, with their riffing. With their riffing a yeah. little bit. I disagree much. about Spy, but Bridesmaids for sure. So many of those riffing 
yeah. scenes. It's like, it's, like, I'm sure it's Kristen great Wig being drunk set. on the airplane. Like that scene didn't need to be it just as keeps long going. as yeah. it is. All her yeah. all her jokes. Just because it's hilarious to watch on set, which I can relate to sometimes. I'll watch something on set, it'll be like the best thing ever. But you gotta cut it out of the movie because no one else is gonna find it as funny as you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there's certain things that play in person and that play on screen and not they're not always the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um but that's for me. Mackenzie, what about you? Is there anything you specifically want? Um I want to see, I'm just very excited to see a bunch of badass women being Ghostbusters because um, the original wasn't super sexist because, yeah, the Bill Murray character was a little bit sexist, but it wasn't overtly, you know, there there were working girls. There were, the female the female characters were career women. Yep. Um, I love the moment of Janine putting on her sneakers when she's about to go home because it's 1984 mm-hmm. and that's what you do in New York City when you're a working woman. You change out of your shoes. Um but I just would want to see, you know, I'm just excited to see more women being at the forefront, doing their thing. Renee, what about you? I'm, I think we, and we already talked about this, I would like to see how we're connecting these characters to the original characters. I just want a cameo. I, I, I love the cameos, but I do want to see, like, the origin story, how they're connected to this. Like, it makes me feel better about these yeah. If it's like Bill Murray's cousin or, you know, it, yeah. you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, Unless yeah. they, for some reason, were not telling the truth and it's just a total remake, which would be a little sad. Which would be a little sad, I think. Yeah. I agree. It's like Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. They at least brought Patrick Swayze in for one beat. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's teaching class in Havana Nights. That's how it got here, you know? Felt Sadly, better. I did not see Havana Nights. I didn't either, to I be honest. I watched that <laughs> scene. <laughs> I've well, because Dirty Dancing's not actually about dancing. Dirty Dancing's amazing. It's about dirty. <laughs> I should watch the movie at some point in my it, life. Honestly, Dirty Yay. Dancing and Girls Just Want to Have Fun, two of the best 80s dance movies ever. Never seen either. Flashdance just yourself. turned over in its grave. Flashdance is not the best dance. What about <laughs> Breaking It, Electric Boogaloo? Breaking Break Two, Break Electric Boogaloo. Sorry. Breaking is just a completely different movie. Yes. Also fantastic, but it does not have the dancing in the ceiling sequence from Breaking Two, Electric sure Boogaloo. It did not. <laughs> Breaking, Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo, both both quality yep. beat it on beat street rather not as good mm. if you're going for break dancing <laughs> i used to be a dancer Go ahead. <laughs> it's true chewy is there anything you really want from the new movies i want some like great female heroes essentially because but there's so many of them available no, in cinema right because i keep like it's like however much anyone who knows me in life knows how disdainful I feel towards the Hunger Game movies where they're like, this is your female action hero. I'm like, no, it's not. This is a girl who can't make any of her own decisions and then still like poo-poos. Who am I in love with more? This cute boy or this cute boy? I really want just like... That some... answer is Liam Hemsworth, by the way, because he is gorgeous. Well, his yeah, brother is in this decision. one. She I'm really sorry. Does. Thor really is in does. this <laughs> one and he's way more gorgeous. I'm sorry. Oh, little but, Hems. Uh, yeah, he just is. Uh, but I just want to see, like how I was talking about how men love their bromance. I need more femance, like really. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to make whenever... that word happen. It's not going to yeah, happen. I, I, I don't know like what else word. to do. It I might be chick I know it doesn't yeah. sound yeah. great, yeah. but it's... Chick <laughs> I'm not trying to make it work. I'm just not coming up with something better. But like so many times in movies, when you get like a lot of women together, it either turns into something super catty, whether they all just start fighting at some point, or it turns into kind of lesbo love. And I want the one that men can have where you have your pr- true bromance, where you all like work together and you all have your different agencies, and you, but you all come together and work as a team. I want that out of this film. I don't want any of them to get catty. I don't want any of the stupid female tropes. I want just a great movie about women working together and being smart. 
I think yours might come true. I think so too. I, I think. think. I mean, so. I'm basing it basically off of Bridesmaids, where he kind of did that. It did have the caddy stuff in there, but it kind of made sense given the story. Yeah, it right. It, it wasn't. Yeah, ca- it wasn't a- caddy because they're women. It was caddy because of the nature of their relationship. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it kind of made sense. It was motivated. But I think with that not being motivated in this movie, I think you're in luck. I think I'm probably the most just, shit out of luck because I just want good pacing in movies and they don't <laughs> exist anymore. I just want some great female role models that doesn't involve shopping for a dress or something stupid. Hey, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, that's what Bridesmaids was about. So to be fair, <laughs> they had to Again, dress really, motivated. I enjoyed yeah. Bridesmaids. They did a shitty job. <laughs> but yeah, it was we, a very... Let's have a great female stuff that doesn't yeah, involve right. us obsessing over a wedding because that's exactly. still a female yeah. trope that is annoying yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yes. I agree. totally agree. Uh, it's time for quotes, 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 quotes. I'm so excited. Uh, this one is a very tough one, I think, for everyone around the table because there's so many goddamn quotes in this movie yeah. that it's tough to pick just one. Uh, if you have two or three that you absolutely cannot live without saying and they don't get said on the first round, I will let you have a second. Um, but mine is most definitely the best line in the whole movie. I'm sorry for taking it from everybody right away, and you might disagree with me, but your opinion is wrong. Uh, mine comes from Annie Potts, and it's Ghostbusters. What do you want? Because <laughs> nice. it is the greatest thing ever, and I love it when she re- recreates it in um, Pretty in Pink with uh, I don't remember the name of the record store, but whatever the name of the record store is, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, she said it again. Oh, I love Annie That's Potts. That's her catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite catchphrase is one of the most famous and was used in a song that you and I bonded over, Mm -hmm. Brian, before we even started dating. Uh, We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. It's a good one. Such a good line. Oh. Mine is my favorite one is when they're all at the mayor's office and they're explaining him what's going to happen <laughs> when this happens. And then Peter Vigman goes, human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> it's just like dogs and cats. It's just the, he clearly improvised all that. Oh, yeah. But it, that's why it's like, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's my favorite. That was one of mine that I wrote. Down. Was it? Yes. Um, so I'm going to choose a different one. Um, I'm going to say at the end. And um, the line is, when someone asks you if you are God, you say yes. Yes, that's a good one. I was really hoping somebody was going to take that. I was like, oh, we did this movie disservice by not mentioning that line. It's the best, like I would say the best line Ernie Hudson's character gets. Yeah. It's so good. And what's good. so sad is that they zoom right into the three of them and kick him out of frame Poor <laughs> Ernie Hudson. It. I'm like, why did you do that to the person who gave the best line of the movie? Yeah. Oh, wait, here's one. one. Can I say one? He's got to get his last Oh, one. God, Jonathan, Jonathan go. I hope it's this one. Um, when they're in the elevator, it's uh, it's like, you know, it just occurred to me that we really haven't had a successful test of this equipment. And then Egon says, I blame myself. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line and why I consider myself, I would be an Egon. Because like those moments, I say those more often than not. Oh. And I, I, I relate to those more often than not. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Anybody have a second one they have to say? I do. Okay. It's at the very end when the, the they have to fight this woman. And Peter Vingman goes, let's show this prehistoric bitch how we do things downtown. <laughs> That's so good. That's, um, I do have one more. Go for it. Because of Annie Potts. I've seen TV. You need a warrant or a writ or something. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw in one more Bill Murray one. Uh, it's when they're going to the elevator to go up to 12. And he goes, oh, we're exterminators. Somebody yeah. saw a cockroach up on 12. And the guy goes, must have been one hell of a cockroach. And Bill Murray, just as he's getting into it, goes, bite your head off, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. We should give, I've got one more okay. that I want to throw in here just because um, when they're in the very beginning in the library, they see all those books stacked oh, up and Ray is like, symmetrical book stacking, just like the <laughs> Philadelphia Mass Turbulence of 1947. 
And Mangman just looks at him, you're right, no human being would stack books like this. <laughs> it's such a good line. Honestly, just when Dan Aykroyd in that same scene just goes, all right, I got a plan. All right, wait for it, wait for it. Get her! <laughs> you're you're going to grab a ghost. <laughs> what? I almost feel bad we didn't talk about that scene. It's such a great opening scene. It's such a good opening scene, and it's scary. It is. It yeah. scared the shit of me. When I was a kid, I was the biggest puss alive. I could not handle anything remotely scary. I had to fast forward past the beginning. So like the first like ten ten viewings. I probably shouldn't have mentioned that. I just disproved myself. Now <laughs> you say that after I was supposed to make fun of you. Yeah, it worked out really well for me. <laughs> We can film a take two. No, 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 no. We're good. Uh, There's a lot of footage left on this camera. Uh, So the review system for today is going to be, I think, rather easy. We'll see. 1980s comedies. Oh, I have mine. Go for it. Once Bitten with Jim Carrey. Oh, nice. It's so amazing. Minus Throw Mama from the Train. Oh, God, so good. Uh, Just because, like Ghostbusters, this movie kills me every time I watch it. And I've seen it so many times, and it still makes me laugh hysterically both when Annie Potts says Ghostbusters what do you want and then throw mom for the train anytime she goes Owen I die yeah she's so good in that so unbelievably good that one or the you lied to me and then hits him with a frying pan fuck that movie's great there's Um, so many great movies I'm gonna go with Revenge of the Nerds oh so good because in Ghostbusters they are they are um you know, the dregs of society, fired from their jobs, mm-hmm. nerds, but then they save New York, much like in Revenge of the Nerds when they don't save the world, but they won a contest. They won a contest. They save the Greek board. They, they do. Save, they yeah, do they do have kind of a rape scene yeah. in that movie. Chewie ruined that movie yeah, for me. Mm-hmm. I used to love that movie, and Chewie just completely ruined because it Because there's me. rape in it. It is just full Well, yeah, I mean, the 80s, rape. The 80s, <laughs> yeah. 80s comedies are full of rape. That's once, true. I didn't it's even. Pretty bad. I just shouted out "once bitten" and was like "once bitten." It totally worked, though. It works. <laughs> I'm like, I have nothing uh, to say about it. I just got one. I'm. But you can go. I'm not sure how I'm going to tie this in, but it's one of my favorite '80s movies, and it has Eddie Murphy in it. Okay. Coming to America. <laughs> so good. Well, I figured you were going with that. Because <laughs> you know explain. I love that movie. Yeah. Please explain. <laughs> it's just such a great movie about. New York. New York, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all just you need. Just the part when he's on the on the fire escape and he just goes, "Fuck you, New York. <laughs> fuck you. Yes, fuck you." It's total misunderstanding. See, I was just hoping you were gonna try to lie. I'm like, well, because Ernie Hudson was supposed to be in. <laughs> <laughs> because the ghosts came to America and they don't understand our cultural. It's. <laughs> it's true, cause yeah, like it's totally a movie that just goes like New York doesn't give a fuck, but then New York coming together, yeah, coming together. Gozer had to yeah. come to America <laughs> yeah. and doesn't fit in. It doesn't understand. <laughs> it doesn't understand the culture. <laughs> clearly, the movie from his point I don't know, of view. Just yeah. purely, I can rewatch this movie a dozen times, maybe even a single day, and I will enjoy it every time. Couldn't agree more. Every yeah. time it's on, it never t- gets turned yeah. off. Yeah. John. Uh, for me, it would be the three amigos. Oh, okay. Oh, three very comedic okay. guys yep. working together. And the movie focuses on those three guys and nobody else just because of the way they film it. But just, I can watch that anytime it's on. And those guys are funny. Just both those sets are really funny in their own way. And kind of during their heyday of the humor. Cool. Yeah. That works. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It is a, also a very good bromance movie. It is yeah. a very yeah. good bromance yeah. movie. Yeah, it is. I haven't seen that movie since forever. <laughs> I have Ami- all these ones Amigo mentioned. Man? That's the, the one singing, I really want to go rewatch again. The Singing Bush. 
God, it's good. I just didn't bring up Fletch, but I feel like it has a lot to do with <laughs> people falling into a career they didn't know they were going to do. Uh, okay, so we're going to move into plugs, but stick around after plugs for the answer to this wonderful question. If they were to remake Ghostbusters back in the 80s and you had to recast one of the people in the movie, who would you recast and who would you recast them with? I'm taking Eddie Murphy off the table because that's too easy of an answer. So plugs, 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 plugs. You can find us on Facebook at After the Hype. You can find me on Twitter at YBrianY. My name is spelled with a Y, not with an I, or you will never find me and my maybe one tweet a month. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at CensorLord. That's spelled with a Z. You can find my maybe one photo a year. But if you want to find them, that's where they are. John, where can people find you? Movie Guy John on most of the social networks. Cool. Chewy? I'm Chewy9, all one word. Uh, Spelled out nine with an IE for Chewy. Nice. Um, and that's it. <laughs> okay. Renee? Uh, Renee Gautier, plain and simple, website and Facebook, and then Nene Guter on these, all the rest. I do cool. enjoy that name. Thank you. Nene Guter. I think I'd buy that CD. Thank you. I'm going to make <laughs> one. I think you should follow Angel City Pits on <laughs> Facebook and Instagram because um, I like all the dogs on there. I don't. I really should, though, because I love Oh, you got to follow them. I, they're they, my favorite I dogs. I do so them. many cute pictures every day. Every day. My, the reason I don't is because then I'll feel the need to buy a pit bull, and I really shouldn't because we, no, we'd we get kicked can't. out of our apartment. You can volunteer. <laughs> Even whether or not we get kicked out, our apartment's not big enough for a pit bull. No, it's not. Oh, it'd be bad. Okay, so answer the question. <laughs> question, question. If they were to have made if or remade it in the 80s with an 80s actor, who would you recast? I knew immediately. Oh, go for it. Uh, I'd recast, uh, sorry, Ernie Hudson, however much I do like in this movie, Matthew Broderick. Interesting. Oh, damn, that's a good answer. Because he's got that Spider-Man thing going on where uh-huh, he, uh-huh. in the 80s, he was just that everyman youngster that everyone, he was kind of dorky, but super witty at the same time. And he would bring that everyman ca- thing that Ernie Hudson's character kind of brings, but less of like the working dad feel and more like the young ch- kid who's just trying to get his first job and really make a name for himself. Yeah, absolutely. That works. Again, annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have recast Egon and I would have done it with Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Because it would have been nice to have a looker in the bunch. No offense to the men that were in there. <laughs> I think Robert Downey's more attractive now than he was in the 80s. Oh, mm. he was a good looking guy. a good looking guy. I look at him in the 80s yeah. and I'm like, oh, you are on heroin. <laughs> yeah, but that's in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's where I would have gone. No other reason, just because he's a good looking guy. I would recast Ray with uh, Bobcat Goldwaith. <laughs> <laughs> Police Academy Bobcat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I do that. Um, I too would recast Ray with, with John Candy because I kind uh-huh. of, I kind of wanted to see John Candy as just like the bumbling screw up of the group who's like trying so hard but just not getting it right. Okay, that works. Renee, I would have replaced Annie Potts with Joan Cusack. Oh. Or Sigourney Reaver with Joan Cusack. That, I'm more into that Joan one. I, <laughs> I originally thought Sigourney for Joan because I would like just a regular looking chick with a little bit of quirk to be the sexy thing that gets taken over. I just love Joan Cusack. Just to see Joan Hollywood turned says into no. a hot Renee. evil nope, woman. Happen. <laughs> Which she does that in Adam's Family Values. 
Oh yeah, that's true. She's I mean, she's in she's, it. She just seems she's a hot she's supposed evil to be woman. the hot, sexy like. I'd like to see her go from Joan Fatale. in the movie to like okay, sexy slick back hovering Joan Cusack. Uh, so special thanks to everybody coming back on today or coming on for the first time today. And I will say bye. 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 bye